All right. Welcome, y'all. Hope you all have been having a terrific Monday. Uh, it's always something to start out the week again, but I hope our listeners are well today. And I just want to say thank you for tuning in with us. Uh, this is an exciting show today. This will be our fifth episode of Destructuring Tech, which may be seen, which which may seem small to some, but it's uh, certainly an <laughs> exciting milestone to me. So, um, so welcome both familiar and new faces to the podcast, uh, where we focus on unpacking the complexities of tech and software into simpler topics. Uh, we had a blast last week with Jeb Forsberg, a developer from Turbine Labs, uh, talk about his experience getting into software development and, and working with Elixir for the first time. He also discussed a bit about like lower level languages and how that's kind of impacted his understanding of working with higher level languages like JavaScript. So if you haven't already, be sure to check that out. Again, you can always catch us on YouTube for the stream or listen to our podcast on Anchor, Spotify, and Google Podcast. Uh, but just as a reminder, if you do catch us live, you can be a part of the conversations in the chat and even ask the guest questions. Uh, no matter when you're watching, though, I want to say I'm grateful for you taking the time to watch. The support is always appreciated. But enough of me babbling. Y'all know what time it is. I'm the host, Travis Rollins, and I'm one of the instructors at the Turing School of Software and Design. I'm super excited to be joined by our special guest, Taylor Jordan, on the show. Taylor is also an alumni from Turing, graduated with the same cohort as Jeff, who was on the show last week, and is currently working at Sondermine. So I'm super excited to have you on the show today, Taylor. How's, how's your Monday going? Anything, anything wild happened today? Um, did anything wild happen today? I wouldn't say so. It was pretty run of the mill Monday, but I'm very excited. This is like the wild, exciting thing that's happening today. Yeah. <laughs> really excited yeah. to be here with you. Awesome. Well, that's great. Yeah. And we were, we were just talking before this, like you're going to see a concert, uh, at Red Rocks tonight. Is that correct? Yes. Going to see Death Cab for Cutie, which is going to be very, very nostalgic. My inner 17-year-old is going to be really happy about that. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. What kind of music is that? I'm not I'm not super familiar with it. So I would say like indie rock. Okay. Um, like a little bit on the sad girl side, um, which was, you know, the high school phase. Yes. <laughs> but yes. everyone goes through. Yep. Yep. Good old high school days for sure. So. Exactly. Awesome. Well, very cool. Um well, I want to get things started, and let's just start out with like the introduction stuff. Um, I'm curious, Taylor. Like, tell a little bit about our listeners. You know, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. What What were you kind of doing uh, before you even attended Turing? Um, well, um, before becoming a software engineer, I actually worked as a massage therapist um, for uh, about ten years. Um, started massage school right out of high school. Um, worked as a massage therapist and eventually um, moved kind of more on to the management side, um, working with managing the business that I was running and helping to um, grow the therapist that worked for us. Um, and I taught yoga and practiced some energy work as well, but I was definitely um, on a different end of the spectrum as far as uh, work was concerned. Um, so a bit of a big jump. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I was going to say that it feels very... <laughs> Very different, different side of the the spectrum there. So I'm curious, like, what got you, what got you into programming? Like, you decided you wanted to, to switch it up. Um. Well, massage is a very physical uh, job. 
Um, and I was a like medical and sports massage therapist. So it was like very active and like very deep tissue. And, um, I loved it really, really, really loved it. But after, uh, a long time of doing it, I got really tired, like physically tired. I was like, I want to do something else. I want to do something where I don't need to like be physically moving like that, um, all day, every day. Um, and my boyfriend is a software engineer. Um, Okay. He like has a computer science degree and an MBA and has been doing it for like 15 years. So every time that I make the comparison between us, it feels like he's like a real one and I play one on TV kind of not really, but it's just kind of like he's, he's been doing it a long time and he's been uh, had research code schools for a really long time, years and years and years and knew about them. I was like, that is so cool. Um, and so when I was like flailing being like, I need to do something else, but I don't know what to do. He's like, would you ever consider doing that? And I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I think so. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but I'm interested. Um, so I, it was funny. The day that he said that to me, we did a bunch of research and I found Turing that day and was like, that one seems good. Um, oh, and they have a tri-coding class. I'm going to do that. Um, so I signed up for the class. And I think like a month after that, I was enrolled and like started school. It was just kind of like, boom, 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 boom. Like, let's do it. Let's go. Yeah. Yeah. You made a decision. It was like, it's been happen. That's awesome. <laughs> totally. Where you were you and it working? worked out. Yeah. Well, obviously you're working <laughs> at Sundermind right now. So that's great. Um, I'm curious, like, were you into anything like were you into any like technical things, even just like growing up as a kid? Or is this just like completely like let's switch it up? Uh no, like it was a it was a big shift. Yeah. I mean, I had a MySpace and I learned how to okay. do some HTML stuff yeah. <laughs> when I was yeah. in like seventh grade. Sure. Um, so that was like the extent of my coding experience by the time that I showed up at yeah. Turing. Um, so I, it, what's interesting though is it had been kind of said to me a couple of times by different people over the years, like you might be really good at this. And I, I was so like, I don't even know what that is. I don't know what you're saying. I already have a job. Like I'm not really interested in doing that. And so then like, yeah by the time the third or fourth person said it to me, I was like, okay, maybe this is something worth looking into and seeing what they're even talking about. Yeah. Why? I'm curious, like if you don't mind sharing, like why, why did they think it would be like a really good fit for you? Um, so this is going to sound really silly because it is, uh, the two of the different people that said it are astrologers and I was getting an astrology reading and it was like something about like my moon placement being in my moon and Mars are in Aquarius. And they were like, this is a very like logical, um, like I could see you doing like logic problem kind of things. Um, this makes a lot of sense as far as like your work life, blah, blah, blah. blah. And then like my mom had said that to me growing up. Um, she's not an astrologer. <laughs> it was sure. more like based on like how I approached um, school and problems in life and stuff that she was like, I think that that's the way that your brain works. Um, so it was, I came from a few different directions. Um, yeah. That's awesome. That's really awesome. Well, cool. Uh, so you graduated from Turing again, that was like a couple years ago. Um, you're working at Sundermind, but like what, what exactly are you doing at Sundermind and, and just tell us about that experience. What are you, what are you doing right now? So um, Sondermind is a wonderful company that is working on expanding um, access uh, to mental health care uh, for as many people as possible. Um, so the service that we're trying to provide is where we have a platform um, where therapists can get on um, and say, this is all the insurances I take. Um, these are all my specialties. Um, and we put them in a database and then a client can come on 
and say, I'm interested in therapy. Um, here's kind of what I'm dealing with. Here's some diagnoses that I've been given. Here's what insurance I, um, I use. Um, and then we have a matching software that can help um, kind of narrow down the whole like process that someone would normally have to go through where they Google like, okay, who are the therapists in my network or whatever. And, and then they call a bunch of people and none of them are taking clients. So it just kind of helps to streamline that process a little bit better um, and help eliminate some of the roadblocks between uh, someone who needs therapy to them actually being able to get it. Um, and then also for the therapist being able to find um, clients that um, align with whatever it is that they're offering. Um, so it's really cool. Really, really cool service. And so uh, what am I working on? Um, we have a bunch of different teams, I think six right now. Okay. Um, and I am working on the client intake team. So uh, the first part of the client experience is this match flow um, that they go through where they basically fill out a form saying, um, here's what I'm dealing with. This is the state that I live in. Um, we capture that for insurance purposes. Um, this is what insurance I take or whatever. Um, there's just kind of a series of questions to help us get a foundational uh, knowledge about what um, they're looking for so that we can help find therapists for them. So really anything between that to them arriving in the client portal, um, completing their profile, giving us their payment information to being able to get matched with therapists and uh, message with those therapists or request or schedule sessions with those therapists. Um, anything from match flow to the time that the person actually gets scheduled with their therapist is um, my team's domain. Um, so all of that stuff um, is what we look at and we focus mostly on conversion rates, like um, how many clients come through that end up getting to that scheduled appointment. And if the numbers aren't great, what can we do to make them better? Um, so it's been really cool. Yeah. Really, really cool. And it's, it feels like anytime that we see the numbers move um, in any direction, it's like we really um, are aware of the impact that our team in particular is having um, on people in the company. And it's, it's powerful. It's really, really cool. That sounds that sounds super awesome, and I feel like super important, especially like well anytime, but especially these days, uh, just with yes. all the things going on <laughs> in the world, right? And like having absolutely that having that accessibility to to get the support and help needed, like super super cool. So, well, that's awesome, um, very cool. Like what you're working on, I uh, if you don't mind me asking, like getting a little more technical, like what. Uh, what like specifically like as part of that flow, what have you kind of been working on even in just like the last like week or two? Um, um, or something or, or, <laughs> or with that back end stuff, you know, just curious, like, what is it? Well, um, we have a couple of initiatives that we've been working on. Um, one that we just put out, uh, was pretty exciting. It was an automated, uh, rematch. Um, so let's say somebody gets to their profile. They've been matched with a few therapists. Um, one of the things that we're trying to figure out is, are you not taking action because you don't like these matches or is it something else? Is it because of whatever? So we'd implemented this um, feedback thing um, to, for them to give us thumbs up, thumbs down. Are you happy with your matches? Um, and if they're not happy with the matches, um, you can just click a button right there to rematch and get like a fresh set of therapists. Um, so that's something that we've just kind of put feelers out on. Um, anytime we release a new feature, we do an AB test where we just turn on the feature for like a week and just see um, how that does with people. Is this making a difference? Is it not making a difference? Is it neutral? Do people hate it? 
um, so that we don't like um, make a change and then have to roll it back. It's just kind of, we do a series of tests. Um, one thing that we're working on right now is uh, being able to request sessions um, from therapists. Um, instead of having to email them or call them, we just have a, a new modal that we just added. Um, so when you click on the button, it gives, you can give them your general days of the week that you're available. Um, and then send them like a little note, like, Hey, here's why I'm interested in working with you. Um, and things of that nature. And then it connects on the provider side. So we have three different portals. We have a client portal, provider portal, and an admin portal, which is more for kind of back of house stuff. But, um, yeah. uh, I got to work in the provider portal for this one. Um, to kind of connect the dots and there's a lot of fun um different indicators we got to add on the provider side to be like hey this person really wants to talk to you they've requested a session which encourages the provider to um get a move on and take action on the client as well that's super cool that's awesome well i appreciate i appreciate you kind of giving like a uh like opening the window for us a little bit to, to kind of see like you know, what you <laughs> behind the curtain yeah exactly exactly that's super cool that's really cool um well awesome i'm you know, I'm curious, you know, we rec rec we reconnected like what was it? A couple of weeks ago or something like that and and as we were as we were talking, you mentioned that like Sondermine was always like the the dream job that you had always wanted. Uh so let me start out with asking like how do, how did you even find out about Sondermind? So, um once upon a time, there used to be in-person events um, and there was one uh, with Denver Startup Week. They had a job fair um, the week before I graduated from Turing, um, so about two years ago. Yeah. Um, and I was making my rounds, looking at all these companies, trying to kind of get a sense of um, where I would want to work. Um, and I found a booth for Sondermind, and there was this woman there that was really excited about what they were doing, and it was very contagious. And I am also interested in just, like, mental wellness and wellness in general. So I was like, that would be really cool um, to kind of be able to integrate all of my uh, worlds together like that. Um, so I was really excited about them and started to do um, some research on them afterward and followed up with that woman. And um, I think that they were going to do a hackathon and I was like, I want to be a part of the hackathon. It was like an invite only thing. Um, and I had a professional development assignment not long after that um, where we were meant to kind of organize some thoughts around uh, what kinds of companies we would like to work for based on um, kind of our own personal values, like what's important to us. Because just because like when you enter the job search, it's endless. I mean, there's so many companies that you could let you, it's, how do you know? How do you decide? And that was just kind of like a, well, let's narrow this down a little bit just to make it why why would you want to work somewhere like what about this company's mission resonates with you as a person and i was like this is my place these are my people yeah. um so yeah yeah i was that's really awesome. excited about them that's mm -hmm. awesome um so was it it sounds like it was more like the the mission or like the culture that kind of like connected with you or were there other things that like really stood out to you even maybe the person that you talked to or yeah, she was great. She was really, really great um, and left an impression. But um, the company's mission, and then as I continue to do research on them, um, I really, like, they have a set of core values um, that is just kind of a guideline for how we all um, operate in the company. Um, things like empathy and compassion and courage and 
um, transparency and like just things that I was like, yes, 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 yes. Um, a hundred percent. Like those are my own core values. Like that's how I live my own life. So like, that's really cool. Um, so yeah, I was really excited about that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. No, that's, that's really awesome to hear like that. That's, that's key and important to them. And like, yeah, just finding, finding an environment that like you can connect with and like lines up with your own values. Like, like that's a that's a goal that's like like when you've hit that spot and you're working with a team that that shares in the, that mission like that's the best so that's totally that's well i'm i'm curious and and i you know i want to recognize like there's a lot of work and and passion that it takes to 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 kind of realize your dream um and you know uh i know you had a job kind of in between graduating from turing and sondermine i think it was uh was it integrated financial settlements? And, Correct. And I'm so I'm curious, you know, because I think I think it can be very draining. I think it can be difficult to like stay focused on a dream and what you're passionate about and kind of carry that through. Uh, you know, just speaking for myself personally and, and talking to others, you know, I think it's I think it's easy to uh, you know kind of get complacent and just kind of happy mm. with where you're at in life be at the job or, or something else, you know, and, um, you know, but only after a year you ended up working at Sondermine. So I'm curious if, if you don't mind sharing and I, I know and recognize this is very personal, but do you mind telling us a little bit about like how you kind of stayed motivated and what pushed you to kind of pursue that dream? Mm. Um, well, the most important thing to me when I was graduating was getting a job. Um, and it was like, I would love to work somewhere that I really want to work, but mostly like I, I want to work somewhere and get some experience and get a paycheck. Yeah, I like, sure. you know, you don't work the whole time that you're in school. So you're just like, ah. um, or I was anyway. And so like, that was a huge, huge priority for me. And fortunately I feel like everyone at Turing really set my expectations up properly saying, you know, like get your foot in the door get the first job. And then after that, um, it gets way easier. Yeah. Um, so I met them at the job fair, um, and was super excited and reached out to them. Um, and they ended up canceling the invite only hackathon. Mm -hmm. So I was like, dang. And I, and then I didn't hear from her like about job opportunities or anything like that. And I was like, okay, that's fine. Um, I was very new and I, it was just kind of one of those things where I was like, ah, that's okay. Um, they said something about needing to hire more senior people. And I hear that a lot at tech companies where they're like, we want juniors. We just need people who can help them grow. Um, so I found this other place um, and started working there and had a really, really positive experience there. There was a senior dev there that was like dying to mentor someone. And so he like took me under his wing and just like helped me. And it was amazing. Um, and I really enjoyed working there. Um, I had, good friends and a good team and it was like like kind of an older vibe like it was like very steady very chill like nothing mm -hmm. crazy and it was nice i liked it and there was definitely a part of me that could have stayed there for sure. Sure, sure um i think that i had um put in like a hey alert me when anything is available at this place for sondermind in um indeed.com okay. um yeah. i must have um, I don't remember doing it, but I must have done it because I got an email being like, hey, 
um, here's an alert that you asked for that they're, they're hiring a junior and a software engineer. And I was like, Ooh, okay. Um, yeah. well I am happy at my job, but like, this is the place that I want to work. Right. Um, so it's just kind of one of those things where I was like, I'm just going to see, like, I'm just going to try and see, I'm just going to apply. I have nothing to lose by applying. Um, and I was so excited about it that I just like wrote the most amazing cover letter. I was just like, like crushed it. It wasn't like a, like a little template, like, you know, how you just kind of like go through the motions after a while. It was like from my heart, like I'm dying to work here. And I mentioned the woman that I'd met, um, at the job fair. And what was funny was, um, before she'd even seen the cover letter, she saw my resume, the name on the resume and she remembered me. Um, and I was like, Oh, that's amazing. Um, so I think they called me like that afternoon, um, for an interview and I was like, it was the cover letter. It was my amazing cover letter. Um, (laughs) and then, um, yeah. And then I, and then the interview process was long. Um, like, like lots of space in between, um, like it would be like, we'd do something and then the next thing would be a week or two weeks later. Um, and it took a really long time. I think from the first interview to the time I actually got hired, it was probably like six weeks. Um, but I had a job. It was like a very different experience looking for my second job versus uh, my first job. Like it was just very like low stakes. Everything was fine. Um, and then everything was great. I had a really awesome uh, conversational interview with a couple of the engineers who are really good friends with now. Um, one of them is on my team, which was just great. Like I loved chatting with them. And I was like, these are my coworkers. This is going to be the best um and so yeah it all worked out and then they ended up actually offering me a higher position than the one i'd um initially applied for um i think after the interview process they were like oh you're not a baby junior you're like a little bit higher up so they gave me um, the next level which was really cool and um nice to like feel seen in that way too um so as far as like being able to hold on to it, um, I always knew that I wasn't going to stay at my first job forever. Um, and it was kind of like, I, I knew that I was staying there to, uh, I don't want to say like put in time. Cause that sounds like terrible, but like, it, it is just kind of like, you have to like, you have to get some experience. You gotta do something maybe you don't want to do for a little while in order to then get later what you want. Um, and I just am very blessed that it worked out so um, quickly like that. Um, so yeah, did that answer your question? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> my long winded answer. <laughs> oh, that was great. That was great. No, I think, I mean, and that's, that's just outstanding. Like this idea of like putting in your time, like uh, I think about like that in like other industries and like, mm, a lot more than one year, you know, probably like right. five years, seven yes. years, whatever it might be. But um, so yeah, that's really amazing. And, um, it's awesome that like it worked out that way. And I, I'm sure that has to do with like, just, uh, the connections that you made. I mean, the fact that the, the lady like recognized your, your resume immediately, like obviously that's says really cool about that. So, um, so yeah, that's really, really, really cool. Um, I appreciate you sharing on that really. Yeah. I I know for a lot of our, our listeners, you know, some of them are students, some of them are recent grads from Turing, and they're always interested in like knowing more about that job hunt and the different ways that interviews can be done. So with whatever uh, you're allowed to share, can you can you, you mentioned like it was a pretty long process, um, like kind of doing an interview here, waiting a couple of weeks later to do another interview. Can you like elaborate a little bit more and just like the actual steps you had to take and 
do you have to meet with like a hiring manager at first and then do like some kind of technical thing or yeah if you don't mind just sharing a little bit more on that it was pretty standard i will say um so the first step was talking with their recruiter um just kind of like an initial 20 30 minute phone screen um and then after that i believe they sent me a take-home technical challenge um and um i've been sent i've done a lot of interviewing at a lot of different companies and what i really liked about any interviewing here in particular is it felt like they wanted me to succeed it wasn't like they were trying to like weed people out like it felt like they were like we want to give you every opportunity you can to succeed um so uh, the reason I bring that up is with the take home challenge, usually there's like a time limit and there wasn't, it was like, take as long as you need. It's like, w- they're like, we have a timer going just to like gather data to see how long it takes people to do it, but sure. take as long as you need to get it done. Yeah. Um, so that was awesome. Um, just to know, not have that like panic of like, ah! um, there was even a problem that I was like, am I going to be able to solve this? And I was like, I have all the time in the world. I totally can take my time to solve this. And I ended up getting all of them done and that was great. Um, and then after that was a technical interview with three of the engineers. Um, and it was really like, uh, just kind of Q and a, um, and even in that meeting, they were like, there's no gotchas. Like if they're like, we're just trying to get a sense of like what, you know, like you don't have to, if if there's something you don't know, it's not a big deal. It's fine. Like, we'll just kind of keep moving on and, um, talk more about the areas that you do know. And it was just, it was great. It was really, um, like I said, like, I felt like they wanted me to succeed and that was a nice feeling and made it much less of a stressful, like, (sighs) you know, the way that interviewing can be. Um, and then after that, I had uh, an interview with two people from product, um, two product managers, um, to kind of get their, uh, they wanted to get a sense of um, what's my experience collaborating with product or giving feedback on a UX design or um, process, like am I familiar with agile and like things of that nature. Um, and then after that was uh an interview with one more engineer and then someone from hr okay um and that was kind of the core values interview Mm. um where they kind of just like ask questions to kind of see if people are going to be a core values fit which is kind of cool yeah um i really appreciate that they do that actually um and then after that i talked to the recruiter again and then after that i talked to a hiring manager it was it's like a lot of steps but like i would say that that's pretty normal it's pretty normal for it to be a lot of steps um so yeah that was that was the process yeah no that's awesome i i appreciate you going into that detail and that's it's so interesting some of the things you were highlighting there i think i think about like even just other developers trying to hire other people on their team and like how do you make that environment welcoming right like i think right it's it can be challenging like you think you're doing the right thing but even this idea of like uh the the timeline with like the the tech like the take home thing that you were working on like like naturally i don't know i don't know about you but like i don't want to spend like ages and ages and ages working on the problem but i don't need a little clock ticking away at me either to <laughs> totally me, like uh, this is how much time i had to you only it. have them yes yes <laughs> yeah yeah so that's awesome. Uh, so I, I really appreciate you kind of sharing sh- sharing some of those pieces there. So, um, well, cool. I uh, 
Let me think. Uh, what was the next thing I was going to ask you? I'm sorry. Um, That's okay. So yeah, you landed. You landed the dream job. Mission accomplished, right? Um, but then I'm curious, like, what happened after that? You know, what was your your first few weeks or even a couple of months? What was it like uh, starting your job at Sundermind? Um. Well. Um, I know I said earlier that I loved my previous job and I did, I was very happy there. And, um, it's okay. I, I felt more than one thing at the same time. And one of the things I was feeling was that I was not growing as quickly or like as much as I felt like I should be. Like I worked there for a year. Yeah. Um, and I was like, am I, how far did I expect to be a year out of school? And am I there? Um, and I was just feeling kind of stagnated, which felt, um, icky. So I was like, gonna need to talk to my boss about like getting me doing some different work, but it actually just worked out that I got a different opportunity. Um, my previous company used Angular and that was what I got heavily mentored in. Um, but I still wasn't really sure if I was getting it or I, I I was like, I don't really, I don't know if I'm understanding this. And so, um, Slendermine also works with Angular. Um, so I was excited about that because I'd already been working in it for a while. Um, and I came in and they were like, okay, um, go. (laughs) There were like some, there was like, I had to go pick up my computer. And I think that there were like a couple of onboarding meetings, but like not, I mean, it was, it was very much like, okay, you got your computer set up. Cool. Here's, um, all the stuff. And there you go. And I was like, uh, okay. (laughs) And so I just like picked, I started like picking up kind of small tickets and, the code base was way bigger mm. than my previous company. We are a small startup, um, uh, but it's a gigantic code base. I was, I'd never experienced anything like that before. So like I was picking up these tickets that were like small CSS changes. And then I'd be like, Oh wait, where is that CSS even coming from? And like, it was <laughs> like, it would take something that I thought would be like a 30 second change would take me like an hour to like track it down and find out like, where is this even happening? Yeah. Um, But um, the interesting, the reason I brought up the am I growing or learning thing is because it happened, like I was able to pick up other tickets really quickly um, and start working in actual like Angular stuff and being like, oh, okay. Yeah. Some of it stuck. It's like, it it worked. I am learning stuff. Like, and uh, it wasn't long before I was able to be pretty independent too, which was very exciting. Um, Really, really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's great. That's Awesome. It's, I imagine that can be a very scary feeling, like getting, like getting into a job and just being like, got to crank right through it and See ya. Into it. yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, which you know, I kind of like it though. That's awesome. I think it, I think it works for like definitely like different personalities. I know like, uh, the last place that I worked at prior to touring, it's very similar to that. Like I got my thing set up and I was working on tickets like immediately in the first week. I think we had like a retreat in the first week too. So we were just cranking away at things and uh, had a little bit of like, you know, a little bit of anxiety, but it it settled down. And and to your point, like I learned a crap ton after that. Like it was, Mm -hmm. it was really awesome experience, very helpful people and stuff if I had questions on things, but um, yes, but it is, it's, 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 as, as they say at Turing, like, it's like a little bit about like drinking out of the, the fire hose, you know, just <laughs> exactly. It's a lot. Exactly. So. Well, and I feel like Turing like preps you for that. 
Um, like no, nothing's ever as crazy as Turing, um, in the <laughs> real world. So it's like, well, yeah. this is, this is hard, but it's like not that hard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're, not, you're not trying to build this thing out in like a right. time, right? Totally. So totally. Your whole life isn't at stake. Yeah. There's like someone that you can ask a question to and it's fine. So yep. yeah. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Um, I'm curious and correct me if I'm wrong on this, like, uh, I think when you uh, you mentioned that the size of the team has grown quite a bit since you first started, like I think what was it, almost twice the size now. Um, I I think more than twice. More than I twice. think it's more than doubled since I started, and I started 10, 11 months ago. Yeah, that's wild. I'm I'm curious. Like, has your experience working at Sondermine changed over the last year as a result? Um. Not a whole lot. Okay. Um, I, I'm still on my team. Um, I've been, well, I was on one team and then I got moved to another team, but that was back in January. So I've been with my same team for several months now. Okay. Um, and we have added a couple of new people to the team. Yeah. Um, but we've been really like focused on our area of the app. So it hasn't been like a whole bunch of like moving parts and changes or anything like that. Um, it is interesting, like watching how the new people get onboarded. I'm like, dang, you get so much, like (laughs) you get so much stuff. (laughs) (laughs) You have so much support. What's going on? But it's really cool. So it's like every like iteration of people that get onboarded, like help to make the onboarding better for each new group of people that come in. Um, and it is like that, like, it's like a group of people that like, they'll hire like 20 people at the same time. And they have all these different, uh, like introductory meetings that you go to that introduce you to all the different departments of the company. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. it's really cool, but it is like a lot. And so like you are in this cohort of people, like circulating all these meetings for your first like two or three weeks. Wow. Um, but there's a lot of like, um, things that have changed in all of our different repos, uh, readmes to make it easier to like set up your machine or, um streamlining like how you can talk to QA or whatever there's like so I've, I, those are like the biggest changes that I've noticed is just like how much better and better we're getting at bringing people in and getting them set up and making their lives easier yeah. um which is like fun and also I'm jealous um <laughs> so it's cool yeah um but otherwise uh n- the other thing is like we have HR now like we're like a full grown-up company we had like kind of like a like a people operations team before and now like we're out of size where we need um better structures um so there's been kind of a challenge with getting those structures in place and onboarding people at the same time um it's just been kind of like um things are taking as long as they take just because there's so much going on at the same time um but yeah uh it's a lot of people now it's a lot of people now and uh I, I don't know who any of them are anymore. That's that's a weird part. That's a weird yeah. part of seeing all these names that I'm like, don't know who that is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I imagine that that gets trickier just even in that culture part of it. If you have so many people, like, how do you kind of, I don't know, keep that same like family kind of like connected ties of like, oh, I know who that person is. Like, right. That's that's got to be challenging. So yeah. Um. Well, very cool. Yeah. That's. That's interesting. I think like that's, yeah, I don't know. Just the idea of like that much growth, like in a short period of time, like a year sounds like a long time, but it's really not. And uh, seeing that, that amount of growth and like, how do you kind of adjust to that? How do you still keep communication things going? I think about that even just like uh, 
at Turing, like they're like 40 to 50 staff, which isn't really that many people, but that's grown a lot, even just like, in a I was going to say that's more than when I was there. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. And so like trying to keep those communication lines, like it, it's, it's, uh, it's a lot more people that you got to be like communicating, like what are our plans? Where are we going next? Yada, yada, yada. Um, yeah. so same idea there, uh, but magnified like even more. So, so totally. Uh, well, very cool. Um, so I know you talked about this a little bit uh, with the community there and, you know, the focus around things on like empathy and things like that. So uh, I'm curious if you wouldn't mind just sharing a little bit more like what you what you love about the the community there, whether it's it's your team or it's your boss or it's the learning environment. Just like what kind of keeps you excited and wanting to to keep working there? Um, well, I'm always really excited about what we're doing. Um we have these company meetings once a month uh, where we have like a little success video from one client and from one provider. Um, and it's just always nice to kind of reconnect to the, the mission like that. Um, and then we have um, different like groups, um, like we call them guilds. So like there's a front end guild and a back end guild. Um, so I'm in the front end guild. So that is an opportunity for all of the front end um, sure. developers to come together um, and not just like whoever you're working on a team with. Um, so we all come together and like talk about uh, usually important stuff like coding standards and accessibility and things like that. But sometimes we just talk about nonsense and that's really fun um, yeah. bonding. Um, like it's just nice to have that space to get to know people. Um, but yeah, I work with some really, really great people on my team. Um, and I love the products that we work on. Like it's just, it's been just kind of a dose of awesomeness, like in all these different areas. That's been really cool. Yeah, that's awesome. That's really, really cool. I, I have to ask, and I'm always a fan of asking these kind of spicy questions. So I'll apologize in advance, but <laughs> I love asking them. So, um, so I'm curious, like even with this being your dream job and there's so many things that you do love about it, do you have any suggestions to your team or company on, on something they could do to to improve your overall experience and well, you know just take it to that next level. Mm. That's a really good question. <laughs> I feel like um, something that we're figuring out is um, this growth thing. Mm -hmm. um, so it's hard to manage um, all of the, like all of the procedures and all the systems and all the things yeah. um, like, for example, how we decide to um, work on an initiative. Um, like there was a time when the company was smaller, like really small, like a couple of developers and like not much else. And so it was easy for the CEO or the CTO to be like, Hey, what if we did this? And the, the developers would be like, sure. Um, so we're like trying to like, now that we've like grown so much, we cannot have that, like just direct, like, Hey, we're going to do it this way. It has like, there's just like a lot of different things that have to happen first. Um, or I think we're just like still figuring out like how to streamline our communication and how to decide what to work on next. Um, yeah. we get very like, Oh, this is happening to our numbers. We need to do this. Um, and so it's just like, I love that we're doing the AB testing right now. I think that that's like a really cool way to kind of manage, um, the scariness around like, um, what 
we release and like the effect that it has on um, our clients. Um, So I think like that kind of small, I think that that's been a really positive thing um, that we've implemented that's kind of helped um, quell that like panic mode um, that we found ourselves in from time to time. Um, So more things like that, (laughs) more things like that to just make it less panicky and more like, how can we make this better for our users in a way that is sustainable? Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Um, yeah, I, I can imagine like, I don't know, just in programming in general, there's, there's a lot of like going on things by the numbers. And if you see numbers change drastically or something impacts that, it's like, like all hands on deck, we got to do something. About rip it all out. Yeah. Rip it all Turn out. Turn it off. <laughs> something, right? And yeah, that's just super, super stressful. And um, I would imagine, yeah, for um, a, a team, especially, you know, communication and all those things, like, can just be a lot to, uh, to like, try and settle all those nerves. So that's really cool, that, that AV testing that you're doing. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, we're figuring it out. Get that feedback. That's awesome. So I love that. Well, cool. Um, well, before we start to like wrap things up, um, I got one more question. Um, and you mentioned it actually a little bit. Uh, about that. Questions ago <laughs> uh, about this, like this uh, learning pace or like the sense of progress, especially at Turing, like isn't quite realistic. Um, and it's, it's not the same in the, the real world. And so I'm curious to hear, like, uh, and I'm sure this is very, like, individual for, for different people, but um, for you, do you feel like that's a good thing or bad thing? Do you feel like you're, you're still putting in the same amount of hours of work and just not seeing as much growth? Or, yeah, just curious if you could elaborate a little bit more on that. Uh, well, first of all, not anywhere near the same amount of hours. Um, I was doing a lot of hours at Turing, um, like twice what I'm doing now, probably. Um, and not doing that part is okay. I think, (laughs) I think it's okay having like a regular schedule. It's not sustainable (laughs) Um, for sure. No, no, no. But it has made me like when I was telling you, uh, about how I felt like I wasn't growing and I felt like really stagnant. Um, I don't know that that was reality. Mm. Um, or if it was just kind of like, I'd had this expectation of what growth looks like based on how I'd spent the previous seven months of my life. Um, which was like exponential every single mod, like every single mod, I was like a different person than I was the mod before. And like, that is not happening on a six week basis at this point. Um, (laughs) but I think it's, I think it's slower. Um, but I don't think that that means that it isn't happening. Um, there's been a lot of things recently that I've been like, um, kind of observing, uh, in myself and how I approach, um, my work and how I even approach, um, taking new tickets and new initiatives. And it's, there are a lot of things I'm like, Oh, wow, I'm really understanding this area of the code. Like I really, I'm getting like a full, architectural knowledge of like how this works. Um, and so like, I've been invited to some kind of ideation meetings where they're like, okay, we're thinking about implementing this. And I'm like, I'm able to be like, okay, well that's going to have these kind of cascading ramifications. So we need to think about all these other things too. And that is a really cool thing um, that I think uh, we didn't really work like touch on. It's something that is, uh, I've 
noticed that I didn't know was something that would come with uh, just time and experience. Um, so that's been really cool to watch and just kind of being able to look at the board and see all the tickets and be like, well, I could work on that. Um, and nothing's like scary. Um, so like growth looks different. It's not, um, it's, it's kind of difficult to measure even I would say. Um, but so I have to be like really mindful about, um, the areas where I'm seeing myself progress. Um, and then like taking the time to like acknowledge, wow, that's really cool that I'm able to do that. I wasn't able to do that six months ago or however, you know what I mean? Um, so kind of being able to monitor, um, my progress in a more, uh, high level in the abstract way, um, I think has been really key, um, for not getting that kind of stagnant feeling. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's so cool. I, yeah, I think about that and like, especially going through like touring, it's like, it's all brand new stuff, first of all. Right. right. So it's completely 180 most of the time for, for many people coming into it. And so there, yeah, that, there could, there can be like that expectation. It's like, Oh, I'm like in the new module, I'm going to learn these new things next. And, um, which is great. And it's exciting. Cause it's almost like you have that, mm, lined out kind of for you, like what you're mm-hmm. going to be doing and what like goals you're going to be achieving. And then after that, it's like, uh, it's not that that plan isn't in place anymore. And I, I really right. like, I really like how you honed in, like you mentioned, like observing and just being more like intentional about like mm. the growth that you kind of see. This is, this is something that I, I, I try to tell uh, my students, especially when they're leaving during, is like creating that space and time to really reflect on the growth because mm. it, is a, it is a slower process. And it's something I have to think about for myself as, as an instructor. It's like, great. Uh, I've been teaching for three years. I'm still teaching a lot of similar topics in the past, but if I look and I, I take some time to really think about uh, the growth that I've made for myself personally and professionally, like there's a lot of things I have to be, I have to make the time to reflect. And if I don't make that time, For sure. it just kind of, it all blends into each other. And I'm just, I'm still doing the thing. I'm still working. So I guess I'm doing something right. You know what I mean? So right. it's, it's uh, I, I appreciate you highlighting that. I think that's a, it's a really important piece. So, well, cool. Yeah. I think like the, the thing that's different the most is like it's depth more than breadth. Mm-hmm. I feel like at Turing, it's like you learn like this wide array of things because you don't, yeah. all of it's new, but like there is so far that you can go into like one coding language. Yeah. Um, you can learn more languages and that's valuable too. And you should, but like um, how deep I've been able to go into Angular and like understanding RxJS and things like that. Um, yeah. It's, it's cool. You can, it's a it's a rabbit hole yeah. <laughs> um there's lots lots and lots to learn lots to know yeah yeah i feel like that's that's a that's a good piece as well like that's uh, i try to tell students like there's there's two different directions you can kind of take as a developer you can keep expanding that breadth and that's great mm-hmm. there's there's a place for that as well to to know all the different frameworks and how you want to architect things and so on and so forth but then there's that path of just like continuing to be really strong in a specific framework. You can, you can be a senior engineer in angular react or right. whatever it might be. So there's, there's something to be said about that as well. So, um, very cool. Very cool. 
Well, awesome. Um, I'm curious, you know, as we start to wrap some things up, just got a couple of last questions. Um, do you have any final thoughts or, or just words of advice to people still working towards their dream or, or even trying to figure out what that dream is? Um, yes, do everything that they say a train. <laughs> and if anyone, it's just, it's, it's really like, you guys know what you're talking about. Um, there's been a lot of things that I've, it's just kind of crazy how down to a science it is. Um, it, it's very like, you just kind of have to stick with it. Um, I was writing something the other day and I think like the most, the best thing that you can do is just kind of like keep putting in the work and trust the process. So like while you're looking for your job, like just keep applying, um, keep tightening up your resume, keep writing cover letters, keep reaching out to people on LinkedIn or trying alums. Like um, it is going to work out. Um, And the way that it worked out for me is like exactly like it was all like, exactly the way that it was supposed to happen. Um, and so uh, it's like a little woo-woo, but I think that's okay. Um, it's just the way that it works. Things work out exactly the way that they're supposed to. And so you don't have to worry about it as long as you're still doing all the things. Yeah. 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 It's totally understandable that there is a lot of anxiety behind it. But, yes. Um... Yes. But it will come, and it will it will work. Yes, I, I love that, hundred percent. Awesome. Well, I really appreciate uh, your time and and sharing more with us, just like your journey. Um, I'm curious for you, Taylor. Like, what's what's next in store for you? What's what's like that net next benchmark you want to hit in the next year or two? Uh, well, um. I'm a software engineer too right now. Um, and I've been starting to investigate and think about what, uh, moving into a three would mean. Um, like what, what does that require that I'm not doing right now? Like what are the things that I need to work towards, um, in order to earn a title like that? Um, I feel like it is going to be more, um, of that kind of architectural knowledge and like ideation kind of things. And, um, being able to contribute to um, where we're going instead of just like um, just doing the thing, um, but more helping to sculpt um, how we get there, uh, which is really cool and exciting. Um, Did that answer your question? I think that's, I think that's it. That feels like a good year ish goal. Well, that sounds great. Uh, We might have to have you back on the show in another year and, Share the things that you're looking for. Give an update. That. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Um, well, awesome. If I'm curious, like, if our listeners do have any kind of further questions or just kind of want to follow along with uh, the work that you are doing, um, is there a way they can reach out to you? Um, LinkedIn is the easiest way. Um, okay. And I check it really regularly and I try to post on there whenever anything's going on. But um, yeah, LinkedIn would be the best. Awesome. Sounds good. Well, fantastic. Uh, Definitely make sure to follow Taylor on LinkedIn then if you want to talk to her further. But yeah, I think that's about it. Uh, I really appreciate your time, Taylor. And much thanks to our listeners as well, whether you're listening in live on YouTube or tuning in to us on Anchor, Spotify, or Google Podcasts, which again is always hosted shortly after the stream. Uh, If you happen to like the show, 
maybe consider subscribing. Uh, but yeah, looking ahead, uh, I'm still nailing down a person for next Monday, but I'll be doing my best to line someone up at the same time as always, Monday at 4 p.m. Mountain Time. That's again 3 p.m. Pacific Standard and 6 p.m. Eastern Time. As always, thanks for listening in, y'all. Stay safe, and until next time, we'll catch y'all later. <laughs>